Let's go talk some football with Jim Brandstatter, former voice of your Michigan Wolverines, now just a fan showing up at tailgates and posting on Facebook. Before you know it, he'll have his own talk show. <laughs> hey, long time no see, Bill. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Hey, I've been following you on Facebook, and I see you know photos at tailgates. And then what caught my attention today where I – Told Superfly to get in touch with you. Your Facebook post on J.J. McCarthy saying J.J. is the guy. I love that post. It was honest. It was real. And I think it's what a lot of people are thinking right now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I give Jim credit. I think he gave Kate McNamara opportunity to start that opener. And you look at the results and the performances in the first two games, and I don't think anybody. Uh, can argue that J.J. performed at a higher level. And uh, that being the case, uh, football being a meritocracy, and, you know, giving your team the best chance to win, J.J.'s the guy. And, and that being said, don't ever forget that Cade McNamara is a solid, very, very good quarterback who did tremendous things a year ago for Michigan, took him to a Big Ten title, took him to the national playoffs. So, Caden McNamara isn't a stiff, okay? He's a good quarterback. It's just that J.J. has taken that skill that he possesses, that raw skill, and now he has polished it up so he's ready to take the, take the, take the reins. What do you think of this team? Because it's so hard to get a read when they've played arguably two of the worst teams in college football. Now you mix in UConn this upcoming weekend. It's really been like an NFL preseason schedule for Michigan Outside of just J.J. getting game experience, what other positives do you like that you've seen through two games for Harbaugh and the Wolverines? Uh, Bill, I really like the defense. I mean, let's face it, coming into the season, the big question that overshadowed everything was the quarterback. But coming into the season, the other big question was, can they play defense? Can they replace Hutchinson, Ojabo, uh, Dax Hill? Can, Can that whole thing work? Brand new defensive coordinator, okay? Well, I think it has. To, to me, that's been the most pleasant surprise. The fact that they look, and it, you're right, the, the, the competition hasn't been great. But athletically, uh, they are running around, flying into the football, young kids playing really, really well up front. That front seven is, is looking really good. And again, we'll find out more as we go along. But early returns, Bill, uh, to me, that uh, defense has been the surprise. And if it continues to get better um, with with the talent they have offensively, this could be a darn good football team. And I think, like I said in the piece in Facebook, and you can argue with me if you want, but I think they'll be favored in every game they play up until that last one. Jim Brandstad, our former voice of Michigan football, now just a Michigan football fan on game days, joining us on the Meyer guest line. Yeah, if I had one little pulsing negative, and I don't know how much they're showing of their schemes, I would think the offensive line could have been more dominating at times, but again, it's Colorado State and Hawaii, and I'm trying not to read too much into it. I really make that preseason connotation like we do in the NFL. I would agree with that. I I think against Colorado State, uh, they were iffy, but I don't think they've been together either. Uh, They haven't had everybody healthy, and and I think when they get everybody healthy, we'll get a better indication of how good they are. But I I agree with you in that – They've been spotty at times, and um, that's the only – if there were any issue that I had, that would be it. But other than that, 
I think you look at their position groups. Their running backs look great. Quarterback, we know that's a solid. The, the tight end position is super strong. Receivers are crazy good. So I, I don't, I don't have any issues, and I agree with you about that. It's a nitpicky thing, but uh, the offensive line being more consistent might be the issue. Jim, um, again, it, Notre Dame pushes Ohio State into the fourth quarter in Columbus in the opener. They turn around and and really were dominated until the end uh, by. Uh, Marshall, of all people. And I'm looking at the Big Ten in Iowa. It looks like they have a, a, a good defense. Same thing like last year, but then we watch what Michigan did to them in the Big Ten championship game. I'm looking around the Big Ten thinking, okay, you know, Michigan State, Mel Tucker looks like he's putting together the same blueprint uh, from last year, at least early in the season. Minnesota might be laying in the weeds out in the Big Ten West. Washington State beats Wisconsin. You know, I, it, it, is, it looks like it's, you know, Penn State maybe a little bit better than people think. Uh, your thoughts early through two weeks of Big Ten, not Big Ten conference play, but Big Ten teams play. I think you're right. I think everything you've said is kind of, I agree with Ohio State, not getting uh, the job done big time against Notre Dame, then Notre Dame losing kind of makes you wonder against, hey, maybe Ohio State's not all that great. But I, I – I think you're right about the Big Ten. I think Minnesota is, is going to be good. I think, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, and they're going to be a tough out. I, I think Penn State's going to be a tough out. Luckily, Michigan's got Penn State and Michigan State in Ann Arbor. And I, and I think that's to their advantage. But overall, I think, wait, you've got 12 weeks left in the season. Uh, lots of things can happen down that road. Teams can get better. Teams can get an injury here or there. So, but, but, but I agree. Right now, to me, it looks like Michigan and Ohio State with Penn State, Michigan State, Minnesota, um, and Wisconsin coming down the road, they might be better. They, I just think they can be better. I like Leonard as a defensive coordinator. Um, you talk about a guy that's maybe in line to be a head coach somewhere. Well, I'd take that guy in a minute if I were Nebraska or take a good look at him. But uh, I think that overall – that's where it is. I, I see five teams, and the five that you mentioned are those teams. Yeah, and like I said, you know, P.J. Fleck of Minnesota might be, uh, you know, sitting there ending up in the Big Ten championship game. We'll wait and see. Uh, for Michigan to be a champion and go one step further than they did a year ago, which they were a champion, obviously it's went on the road at Ohio State, take care of business leading up to Ohio State. Uh, what, what's missing? Do you see anything? I know you're impressed with the defense. Uh, is there a hole there that the good teams will exploit? Well, it's hard to say because I haven't seen it yet. I mean, really don't know. Um, last year, the real hole that was, I think, exposed that none of us really saw coming was when uh, Georgia was able to throw the ball and get the matchups that they wanted with running backs and linebackers, and they just basically outmanned us from a standpoint of athleticism. We had linebackers couldn't run with their running backs. And, and the other thing was their speed on defense. So if, if you're looking for a blueprint, how do you beat the Georgias? How do you beat the Alabamas? It's called speed, and it's called matchup, and it's called making detailed plays. Don't make the mistake. When you've got the one-on-one matchup, running back wide receiver or running back linebacker, you don't miss the throw. You can't. 
And I think that that's the blueprint. And uh, it's about speed and it's about size and it's about getting that speed at the right spots. And uh, that's how you beat the guys that are right now rolling the roost in the national picture. In the Big Ten, I think, Bill, you got to beat Ohio State. I mean, that's the way it is. It's going to be Michigan-Ohio State in that last game in Columbus. If you can win that one, then you can worry about what else. But that's the one you got to worry about. Well, actually, look at me being a fan. See how you did this to me? You know, I'm telling you, you're killing me because the, the most important game on a schedule right now is Connecticut. So that's all I'm leaving you with. Well, first off, a couple of things. One, uh, you're just a fan now, so you can look ahead. You can play. You can play the armchair quarterback game, Jimmy. It's okay. All right. No, it's not. No, it's not. I can't. I, I'm breaking out in a rash right now. Come on, stop it. Do you miss it? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I don't miss all the preparation and all the things that go into it. I mean, your week is just dominated by. Numbers, names, film, tape, everything. I mean, I loved it when I did it, but 43 years is enough. And uh, I'm actually kind of enjoying the ability to play golf on a Thursday, you know, and, and not worry about watching tape or any of this other stuff. So, And I still enjoy the game. And, and as long as guys like you keep talking and calling me, uh, I can still talk about the game, which is a game that I love, and it's a career that I love. If you were in Cade McNamara's shoes, Jim, before I let you go, how how would you be feeling right now looking back at the year you engineered as a quarterback, the comeback for Harbaugh and Michigan football to the championship level, first time to the Big Ten championship game, Final Four, and here you are two games in and you're QB2? I'll tell you right now, and, and I don't know whether he can, but and I know he'd take the call. If I'm Caden McNamara, I'd call Tom Brady. And I'd say, Tom, you went through this. What went through your mind? What, what was going on with you? They were ready to put Drew Henson in there. And he did play some. What was going through your mind? And, and I can tell you what Brady will tell him. Brady will say to him, look, all I could control was what I did. And what I did was make it impossible by my play for them to play anybody else. And, and that's what I would do if I'm Cade. And I know Tom Brady would take the call. But that's, that's what I'd do. And, and I'm thinking that somebody out there, if Cade doesn't have his number, I know there's somebody that might, might have it. But I guarantee you Tom Brady would take his call. And Tom Brady would give him a great, great lesson and give him great advice in how to handle this situation. Because Brady was right in the middle of it. If you remember back, everybody wanted Henson. Henson had all the talent in the world. And Tom Brady just went out and made sure that Lloyd Carr and that staff couldn't do anything but start Tom Brady and let him win championships. And you'll hear Brady time and time again say if he didn't have that challenge, if he wasn't in that bunker in Michigan, he doesn't think he would be the quarterback he is today. That's why I think it would be a great call for Cade to make. Uh, that's a good point. Well said. Brandy, enjoy your golf game. Enjoy being a fan. Enjoy the tailgates. Enjoy being like Tank from old school uh, there outside the stadium, okay? Yeah, but I'm not a very good spectator, I can tell you that. And you know what? None of us are when it comes to Michigan football. <laughs> uh, thanks, Bill. You take care and uh, keep calling when you get to Oh, I will, Jimmy. We'll stay. We'll never stop staying in touch.
right. Yeah, my well. yeah, my best to you and your family, Jim Brandstad, a former voice of Michigan football, joining us on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics.